morning, my friend. The marketplace of ideas is open. It's great to have you along. Thanks so much for joining me this morning. Well, the House has voted to impeach the Secretary of Homeland Security, Alejandro Mayorkas, uh, by one vote. It was a vote of 214 to 213. This is what we expected. By one vote, they managed to impeach Mayorkas. Now the question becomes, you know, what's going to happen in the Senate, which is controlled by the Democrats. So it's it's very unlikely that Mayorkas will be convicted. He's been impeached. That's done. Will he be convicted then? And with the conviction then would be removal from office. Well, I don't expect that to happen. I'm sure that you don't either. Um, was it worth doing it? I think that's worth some conversation this morning. Was it worth doing it? So I would love to get your thoughts on that. We'll open up the phone lines later, later this morning. But if you've got time, you can drop me an email anytime. My email address is greg.belfridge at keloam.com. You want to drop me an email, greg.belfridge at keloam.com. But was it worth doing knowing that the Senate is not going to impeach him? I, I don't want to. You know, I don't have, just based on, I hate saying they're not going to, but you know they're not, right? I mean, Democrats are not going to impeach Mayorkas. So the, the, what, the reaction of Democrats throughout this has just been very, very clear. So was it worth doing, in your opinion? Because I know that some of you were calling for the impeachment of Mayorkas, what, like two years ago? So we'll talk about that a little bit this morning. That's a very big story. Other big stories, um, Democrats win a special congressional election. This this was for the seat that was held by George Santos. And this time around in the special election, won by Democratic Representative Tom Suozzi. One, so he won the, according to Fox News, a closely watched special election. Again, this was to replace George Santos. Remember, Santos was expelled from the House back in December. This is the special election to replace him. And Donald Trump is... um, Donald Trump is already focused then on the upcoming election in November, saying that Republicans have got to be able to take that seat back as to whether or not that's going to happen. Well, time will tell. We'll see. So I don't think it's any surprise that Democrats flipping that seat and Representative Tom Suozzi winning that election last night. That's big news this morning. Also, the president responding to Donald Trump's comments about um, the issue of uh, defending NATO allies from Russian attack. And we talked about this at length yesterday. And here's the thing. Um, In regard to those Trump comments, Republicans aren't concerned. I've seen stories there saying, 
you know, lots of outrage among some Republicans. Eh, they're unconcerned about it. And I, you've got to wonder if that's just because here we go again. You know what I mean? Don't you feel that way? Here we go again. It's taking what Donald Trump said, the just a portion of it, misrepresenting it. This is what Donald Trump's opponents have done consistently and from the time that he announced that he was running for president as a Republican. It's like well, the media was, sh- what? And they've been blasting him ever since. So here comes the president yesterday. And going after uh, Trump, he said that uh, Trump's comments, calling into question the U.S. commitment then to defend its NATO allies from attack, these were were dangerous and un-American, he said of Trump. He said the whole world heard it, and the worst thing is he means it, Biden said. Biden said that when America gives it its word, it means something. And he, uh, again, he said it was un-American what Trump said. He also said of Trump, he doesn't understand that the sacred commitment that we're given works for us as well, he said. So the overreaction to this has just been, again, I spent a lot of time yesterday trying to put this in context and say, reminding folks, Hey, listen, at the time that Donald Trump said that, now he repeated it again over the weekend, flamed it up. But at the time Donald Trump said that, what he was doing was trying to increase spending by NATO allies because America was footing the bill. What else is new? America was footing the bill. NATO, Our NATO allies were not paying their fair share. And those statements that Donald Trump made were meant to encourage other countries to chip in and help support. And Jason Miller, who's a senior Trump advisor, he says, you know, President Trump got our allies to increase their NATO spending by demanding they pay up. But Joe Biden went back to letting them take advantage of the American taxpayer. When you don't pay your defense spending, you can't be surprised that you get more war. You know, it's a great point. It's a reaction uh, from many of us, and that's what Donald Trump, what the comments were initially, were not un-American. So the president yesterday makes a big deal about this. It's dangerous and shocking and Oh, it gets to be a little bit much to stomach. This overreaction from the president about Donald what Donald Trump is actually saying. It just uh, has gotten to be too much, certainly for me. So the uh, uh, president at length talking about it and going after Trump. I wish I had more of the president's comments. I'm going to have to find some more of the president's comments on that story. Because he went on at some time. 
being critical of Trump. Um, and and really, again, I think just uh, casting that whole conversation in a, you know, everything anymore is the perspective of Donald Trump is evil. Donald Trump is bad. You know, orange man, bad. And that's the way the president responds. And then I think, well, if if the president can't respond honestly to Trump, you know, how can he respond honestly to anything else that's happening on, you know, on the globe? Can't respond honestly to things that are taking place here at home. How can he do that abroad? Well, he, the reality is he can't. And his mental fitness, as you know, has been an issue. So the White House suggested then earlier this week, no, they said, um, the at least they suggested the president will not take a cognitive test. He does a yearly physical exam. So would a cognitive test be part of that, a mental cognitive test? No, it's, it won't be. So that will not be a part of his uh, his exam. I think de- uh, Dr. Kevin O'Connor was asked about this. And O'Connor said he believes that Biden proves every day how he operates, how he thinks, by dealing with world leaders, by making really difficult decisions on behalf of the American people whether it's domestic, whether it's national security. And so he shows it every day on how he thinks, how he operates. And so that is, uh, this was Corrine Jean-Pierre, excuse me. It's Corrine Jean-Pierre talking about O'Connor. And she said, so the president shows every day how he thinks, how he operates. And so that is how Dr. O'Connor sees it. And that's how I'm going to leave it. So the question is, should the should not only the president, should Donald Trump also have to take cognitive tests? I think it would I mean the issue of fairness, both of these guys are are older. Should they have tests? Um so then Americans know, do they have a, what's their level of understanding, right? Is that unreasonable to ask? We're going to talk about that this morning. Very, very curious to get your thoughts. And again, email's always open, so you can drop me an email this morning, greg.belfridge at kelloam.com. What do you think of uh, both uh, President Biden and Donald Trump? having to take cognitive tests. Elon Musk voiced his uh, disbelief after these comments on Monday. He was one of the first on on X to respond. And Elon Musk said, uh, passing a basic, I wonder if I could pass a basic cognitive test, Um, passing a basic cognitive test should not be optional. For someone who controls the nuclear football, he said. So it shouldn't be optional. It's a great question. 
And again, both, um, now again, Donald Trump at this point is not the uh, Republican nominee. He's the presumptive uh, Republican nominee. But should they both have to pass a cognitive test? We'll talk about that coming up this morning. Other stories that are out there, I don't know if you saw this uh, on Monday night in Iowa. Hundreds of activists descended upon the Iowa State Capitol in Des Moines to protest a new bill that it passed um, would codify biology-based classification of gender into law. So biology-based. Not preference, right? So they, uh, hundreds of activists descended on the Iowa uh, State House, and uh, there's footage of the protest was taking place as lawmakers were holding a public hearing on the matter Monday, and attendees were chanting, We will never go back and transgenocide, one sign read. Transgenocide. Um, That's a bit of an overstatement, isn't it? Um, Wow. Uh, Another slogan chanted was separate but equal, but that's really blanking evil. Blank, you fascists. Boy, that's, you think that's a great way to get your point across? If you are, can you imagine if if this, you know, you look for those, I understand they are looking for equality, they want to be treated fairly, so on. Um, I think those looking for equality will go out and chant these kinds of things, just show themselves to be unhinged. So that's a um, that story actually has uh, become national. Post millennial had a story about these trans activists Monday night at the Iowa State Capitol in Des Moines, you know, protesting this bill. So the bill was proposed by Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds, and she told uh, the Des Moines Register. She said, just like we did with girls' sports, this bill protects women's spaces and rights afforded to us by Iowa law and the Constitution. I had another story uh, lost in the stacks of story. It's actually trending this morning regarding this, this issue. So we'll talk about that coming up. Also, this is uh, pretty fascinating. It happened in Australia, but I think it's worth, uh, it caught my attention. This was an employee who had put in for annual leave and was taking, uh, I think, three weeks of annual leave. And put it in months in advance. 
like nine months in advance. Big wedding coming up in their family and so on, taking some time off and families, you know, spending time together, so on. And so this, um, the exchange of messages between the business owner and the employee has really gone viral. And this employee is saying, um, you, if you're not going to approve my, uh, based on the response of uh, the business owner, that, um, hey, and this person said, I booked this seven months ago, so canceling isn't an option. You know, I can help out more until I leave if that helps, but I can't change my leave dates. And the boss responds and, you know, saying, um, could you reduce your leave from three weeks to three days? And then says, not sure what you can do for three weeks in Bali. Ha ha. And so the employee said, why are you treating this as like a joke? And what I'm doing, basically, is none of your business what I'm doing. This is time that I've earned. You know, uh, I'm taking my annual leave. And he says he would, he would help out with extra work and so on. And the, the boss just comes back and says, no, you're sorry. You're just going to have to come to which the employer responds. Um, I may not, I, I am going to take the leave, and while I'm gone, I'm going to make a decision as to whether or not I want to come back here to work. <laughs> and it's like, wow, you know, finding yourself in that position. So you, you've been planning this for nine months. It's a big fam. It's a family wedding, and the whole family's coming, and you know, being held, being held in. What, uh, Bali, and you've got all the family there, and it sounds like fun. Something you planned for, and your employer at the last, and it's, a, you know, it's been known about suddenly the last minute trying to, trying to say, no, you can't do it. And then this was because another employee had quit. To be fair, another employee had quit, and so then the boss said, no, you can't go. How would you respond in that situation? Uh, I'm just curious. It really caught my attention. And the um, I understand how this employee feels and why the employee is a little bit what you know the boss is trying to make light of it treated as a joke and the employee again that's something you planned on for months you're doing it with family it's, i wouldn't find anything about it funny either i think so we'll talk about that in a little bit more detail coming up later this morning